Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. my paranormal freaks out there it is i golden jay hanging out with the rocker chick and j dub and her magic spirit fingers (laughs) and this is the united states of paranormal thank you so much for tuning us in we love our listeners love them love you what do we got going on this week what exciting things have been happening Wow, you guys are <laughs> enthusiastic <laughs> today. It's been a hell of a week. Ready for it to be over? Yes. All right. I'd like to have a few days off. Yes. Just, to- just total shutdown. Total shutdown. Total shutdown. Total shutdown. Be lazy. I'm going to be, I'm, I don't know if I'll be lazy. I did buy a jackhammer. Woo! <laughs> Woo! I know I talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but I bought a fucking jackhammer, and I'm going to tear some shit up. What are you tearing up? The back steps. Oh. Yeah, well, listen, uh, you know, uh, I might have made a mistake and bought an air chisel thinking I would just, you know, chop up those back steps. I mean, it is one big solid piece of concrete. Yeah, I think we worked for two hours and got a little corner out of one of My hand hurts so bad. Yeah. I was like, this isn't working. I'm done. So I bought a big jackhammer. Oh, ho, 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 ho. And when he's done with the steps, he's going to go out to the middle of the road. And just there you go. <laughs> I'm going to go to the crossroads and I'm going <laughs> to dig a hole. <laughs> I'm excited. I haven't used it yet. Uh, probably next week sometime we'll, we'll see what that son of a bitch is going to do. But it is massive. It is way bigger than I thought it was going to be. You're going to get shaken baby syndrome. Uh huh. My my the be the most my balls got played with in for. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh my. Ew. Too far. <laughs> was that a bit Too over the far. edge? Yeah. Too far. Sorry, gang. Just the thought of that. Bounce around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J Double. I can see it uh, when I go back to work. She'd be like. Nope, you fucked. Get in the other room. Go away from me. <laughs> yeah. Nope, don't want to hear about it. <laughs> this is your payback. Go work. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I do have a uh, some uh, a listener submission who submitted off of the uh, um, website. Okay. And I'd love to read this to you guys. Uh, um, this is a this is a fan fucking tastic email, and I just want to tell LB because that's they said that's the name they put on there was LB. I want to thank you so so much for this email, and I did reply, but I never I didn't hear anything back. So, it's, the subject title is "Big Kudos to All of You." All right. Nice. All right. Here we go with my reading skills. You know oh, how Lord. bad I do, people. So let buckle me, up. <laughs> it's going to be a wild ride. Don't get bucked off. <sighs> All right, I'm ready. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is, is that a horse term? Yeah. Uh-huh, stable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to thank all of you paranormal peeps for making this podcast. I love the subject matter and your teamwork. I listen in from Kansas City. Go Chiefs. Oh, and every uh, And enjoy every minute of it. I was sold when Alicia did her stairs 
two in the woods episode. Although I enjoyed Team Tejas, I'm sad they moved on. And I am a total Boozer fan. Woo! My favorite episode from Team Tejas was the anal tuberculosis episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, really. I about wrecked the company van listening to them talk about (laughs) anal tuberculosis. No, no, No lie. Leave it to them to come up with with that, LOL. I laughed so hard I was crying. My second uh, was the first episode of Poor Brothers Brewery. There were some episodes I skipped because I am a big sissy, LOL. I listened listened to Harold the Doll and couldn't go into the garage because my husband has a Halloween decoration doll on the wall. I swear it was going to (laughs) move. I am so happy Team Boozers are keeping it alive. I loved hearing Alicia and Jeremy host, but you have a great team of girls with you now. I love a good husband and wife team, and J-Dub is the cherry on top. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's nice to hear about another girl out there that is kind of raunchy and funny like me. <laughs> LOL, bucket episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that has had to take a whiz in my cup. <laughs> I have two older brothers and no shame. <laughs> yeah. Um, your guys' laughter is so infectious and I love it. Well, I hope uh, I don't I hope I don't miss any more. Best of luck, Logan, Matt, and Bose, and Alicia. One day when I'm brave enough, I'll tune into Murder Nerds. <laughs> Jeremy, Bobby, and Jen, keep uh, keep keeping it spooky. Thank you all. Nice. Your, your fellow paranormal freak, hitcher, and drifter, L. Nice. Thank you. So, yes, uh, I love this email. It, uh, it, this one actually means the world to me. I think this is. Uh, well, yeah, she took a lot of time to write that up, and sure yeah, did. very. Well, cool. and it's not just you know, it's not just about us now. I mean, she definitely has listened to a lot of a lot of the podcast, and you know, she gave kudos to everybody who has been on the United States of Paranormal. Yep. And uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, L, thank cool. you so so much. Very cool. I love it. Love loved it. <laughs> I'm a couple weeks behind reading that email, so you have to forgive me. I know. I'm like going, wait, I've, I've heard this. Yeah. Did he tell me about this on the last podcast? Or <laughs> did we talk about it just in the house? <laughs> uh, I love the emails, everybody. Please keep them coming. Um, definitely love to hear them. So. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Anything else going on? Do I have any other emails <laughs> to read? You would think that I would be separating these out so I can, uh, yeah. You're slacking. I am slacking. You know, I am. Oh, I knew I had another one, but it's, it's, it was a fucking, (laughs) it was a, um, um, one of those emails where like, we can help you with this. Uh, That's what it was. Oh, gotcha. So, so yeah, L, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I loved it. And please keep them coming. United States Paranormal at gmail.com or you can submit through the website, the United States Paranormal.com. Send us an email from there. I'm going to start sending us emails. Really? From yeah. just weird <laughs> yeah, fucking just weird. strange accounts that you yeah. just make up? Yeah. Was. <laughs> that would just be wrong. <laughs> Don't don't do that. I wouldn't. I love an actual no. listener email. I'm just kidding. 
Just but that would be Jeremy's blow-up doll in the garage, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I put her away when you come over. I didn't think you'd seen her. Damn it. That's terrible. All right, J-Dub. Oh, let me ask you this. <laughs> How many chickens would it take to take down an elephant? <coughs> Holy cow. Baby elephant or an elephant? Elephant. Mm. How many chickens, chickens would it take to, to take down an elephant? Wow. This. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> three hundred and twenty-two. That's specific. Bearing. <laughs> Rather large chickens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, six hundred eighty-four. You have the answer to this? <laughs> you have the answer to this, Riddle? No, there wasn't an answer. Oh, damn. Oh. I would probably think probably around 800 and something. Dang. I was low. You sure this isn't a riddle? Look it up. I All don't right. know. <laughs> it was a good question. It's an interesting question. I, I think, yeah, chickens can be mean. Yeah, they'll fucking chase that They're elephant. Little <laughs> velociraptors. <laughs> the chicken velociraptor. They are They're mean They're suckers, assholes. <laughs> Take them down at the lakes. Pick the shit out of them, and he'll be down. Yeah, stub his toe. <laughs> I got, I, uh, I got nothing. I fucking have nothing. You have nothing to add? I have nothing. Hasn't a chicken ever came at you? Yeah, right out of the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who it was that got chased by a freaking chicken. Sheldon. No. I think it was Logan. Or it was one of the kids. Logan got chased by a chicken? It was one of the it was one of the kids. You sure that it, Logan wasn't choking his chicken? <laughs> oh god. Hey. Could have been Gunner or Skylar. I don't know. I just remember one of them being petrified of the chickens because they chased him. It's gotta be Logan. My stepdaughter got attacked by one of our roosters so bad that she refuses to this day to go out in the pasture with our chickens. Really? Yeah. Even though we only have one rooster and he's a re and he's scared of everybody. Hmm. He's not an asshole? Nope. <laughs> I thought most roosters were assholes. Well, when he was a baby, he broke his leg, so he just kind of like little like, like lips around. What is he like still like nursing it, trying to get pity party out of it? It's like, oh, I'm a rooster with a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I want to know, did you come up with that question on your own or was it just out there and you just read it? Like, I was looking for random okay. questions. Okay. I want to know what our listeners think. You think it's higher or lower? I mean, if you're hanging around chickens a lot, I mean, they're pretty mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is, <laughs> I thought there was a different a, question. No, 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 I liked it. No, liked it's a great it. question. It's, yeah. I just think that it's a riddle that there's an actual answer for. I just that's why I uh, questioned it. I wonder if I can Google it. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm going to try. You're just going to no over there? There can't be an answer to that. You don't think there's an answer? No. 
Okay. Do you think in real life that chickens have actually taken down an elephant? Fun. Do chickens actually live where there's elephants? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing because in all the documentaries I've seen in Africa in the villages, there's chickens. Oh, okay. So there's chickens. Oh my God! The there's a fucking answer. Well, what's the answer? What is it? Was I right? Three hundred twenty-two. <laughs> I'm very excited to know this. <laughs> well, I Googled it, and it says scientifically and hypothetically, it would take 234, what is that word? 234 armed chickens and four baby chickens <laughs> just to keep them motivated, just to keep them motivated to kill an adult <laughs> elephant. What are they armed with? I don't know. It doesn't say. <laughs> well, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. They have, they have guns. They have guns. Oh, they have I, guns. Yep. They have guns. They the have... lower number wins. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to keep them away, to they kill them. Only, <laughs> only if they unite together because we all know chickens hate each other. Male chickens assholes. are territorial. 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 Ta, 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 ta. There you go. There's the answer. I don't know. That's so uh, that's by some guy I named Barry that wrote it in on the thing. So they're they're male chickens and female chickens. I thought male chickens were roosters. They are. Okay. Oh, this one actually says just one chicken. You train the elephant to follow the chicken. You teach the chicken how to cross the road. With the elephant in the road, you run it over with a fucking tank. Oh, wait. Well, it's a long It's Yeah, Yeah, because we all have a tank in our backyard. <laughs> and there's no oh. elephants around here. At the the so, the, okay. Too. All right. We'll go with the first answer. I was the closest winner. Yeah. <laughs> wiener, wiener, chicken dinner. Yeah, sorry. There is an actual answer. These are just people on a on a board that are posting. But oh, yeah, we're having I think... elephant for dinner. Ooh, I wonder. Has anybody ever had elephant? No, no, I don't know that you're allowed to eat elephant. No, you're not allowed to harvest the ivory from elephants. Let me check the facts. If the chickens <laughs> chickens are actually chickens? trying to kill the elephant. I would calculate by weight. A male elephant is about 6,000 kilograms, while the rooster of the golden comet chicken averages on about 2.72 kilograms. So you divide 6,000 by 2.72, you get about 2,206 roosters (laughs) for a draw. Yeah, well, the roosters wouldn't go after the elephant. They'd be fighting each other. I know, because they're assholes and they hate each other. Yeah. All right, we need to get, uh, off, yeah. we need to get I, off I thought that chicken. was interesting. That's okay. funny. That's great. I love it. Okay. <laughs> 234 if they're armed, plus four babies, just to keep them motivated. Ooh. I'm telling you, you need to take that, that, that question to work. Miss Jamie? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Will you allow me to be there for that one? No. You go that tomorrow. Okay. All right. <coughs> All right, rocker chick. How are you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm feeling... You have got a story that is of epic proportion. I yeah. do. And we will, we will get into that. I'm not going to mention the whole 
epic part of it first. I'm just going to start it out. Okay. We're going to tell the story of this family. I'm ready, ready. And, yeah, I am kind of freaked out by it. So. All right. Well, All right. Just remember, J-Dubs wants to drive home tonight, and she's not going to be looking at the stars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't she's, bring a bucket. It, this isn't about aliens, so she'll be all right. She'll be she'll fine. Be, she'll be good. All right. All you paranormal freaks out here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ready for this? Ready. All right. Uh, Roger and Carolyn Perrin purchased their dream home in the winter of 1970. Located on Round Top Road in Harrisville, Rhode Island, the 10-room, lovely, charming country home was built in 1736 on a beautiful plot of land with plenty of room for their five children, all girls, to roam and play. Did you say 1736? 1736. And they bought it in 1970? Yes. Somebody took good care of that house. That motherfucker wasn't falling down. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Somebody took damn good care of that house. So, um, so their girls, you know, had a lot of room to roam and play. Nancy and Christine Perrin shared one room. Cindy and April another. And Andrea had a room all to herself. Lucky. Except. Yes. Oldest. yes. Okay. Except on nights when... As Andrea put it, the sisters came crawling into bed with her, trembling and crying in terror. Oh, no. Yeah. Can I do that later tonight? <laughs> you can get in Andrea's bed. That's fine, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. The Perrin family began to notice something was amiss from the first day they stepped into their lovely new home. Later, it would be learned that eight generations of families had lived and died in the old Arnold estate, including Miss John Arnold, who at the age of 93 hung herself from the rafters of the barn. Other unfortunate losses of life of the estate included several suicides, hangings, or I should say due to hangings and poisonings, the rape and unsolved murder of 11-year-old girl Prudence Arnold, later presumed to have been murdered by a farmhand. Two sudden drownings in the creek located near the house, and four men who mysteriously froze to death on the land. It did not take long before the parents understood why the previous seller advised them on the day that they moved into the house, leave the lights on at night. Oh, God. Wait, wait. The the person they bought it off of who says, you you want to leave the lights on yes. at night? Yes. Oh, fuck. You gotta think that this family didn't believe in any of that, you know. It's just it's like right. Motel Six. I'll leave the light on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Candle in the wind. <coughs> At first, the ghost or demon spirits were harmless, described variously as opaque or somewhat solid in appearance. There were many spirits present in the old homestead. One ghost smelled of flowers, while another would gently kiss the girls. Good night in their beds. Every night, every night they would kiss the girls. No thanks. They w- would they tuck them in? I mean, yes. They, they would come yes. in and tuck them in and give them a kiss. Good night. Yes. And um, actually, uh, one of the girls had said um, that she thought it was her mom, and the other sister was like, "No, mom smells 
of cigarette like, and whiskey. <laughs> mom's smell is so, different. You know, yeah. they're half asleep. It's like that was not mom. She doesn't smell like flowers, and mom has a different yeah, smell. Yeah, she has a distinct smell. Yeah. Another appeared to be a small young male that the girls would watch mesmerize, push toys, toy cars about the room, propelled by an invisible hand. Huh. One app apparition, presumably a female ghost, was a welcome presence in the home. The parents would often hear sweeping noises coming from the kitchen. When they entered the room, they would find her the broom had been moved to a different spot in the room with a neat pile of newly swept dirt sitting in the middle of the floor waiting to be deposited into the trash can. Well, she couldn't quen- she couldn't finish the job? She couldn't finish the job. Well, they interrupted her. Yeah. Lame. Manny was another spirit that the young parent children loved. Manny was believed to be the spirit of Johnny Arnold, who had committed suicide by hanging himself in the attic of the house in the 1700s. Manny would appear before the children, often standing nearby, quietly watching the children going about their daily activities, a crooked smile on his face, amused at the children's play. If eye contact was made with Manny, he would withdraw from sight just as suddenly as he appeared. Now, you got to remember that um, Mrs. Mrs. Perrin did a lot of investigation during this because they would hear stories. And so I think this is where they're getting a lot of the names and things. Gotcha. From. In addition to ghostly entities, the, par- the parents witnessed many other odd and unexplained phenomenon. Beds would levitate several inches off the floor. Telephone handsets would hover in the air and slam down onto the phone base when someone entered the room. And various household objects would glide about the house on their own. Often chairs would be pulled suddenly from beneath an unexpected guest and pictures would tumble from the walls. The parents once reported seeing an orange ooze blood at a a wall dissolve into nothingness. So the wall was oozing. Well, you wouldn't want to go over for supper, would you? You, mean, you go to sit down and get the chair pulled out from underneath yeah. you? Yeah. Like, what Shit. the fuck? Yeah. Which one of your kids did that? <clears throat> Beat their ass. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Not all the ghosts were welcome visitors. Some would <sighs> yank the girls' legs and hair during the middle of the night. Others would loudly bang the front door of the home with such force the entire house would shake. Doors would slam shut on their own, while others would stay frozen in place, unable to be shut no matter how much force was applied to them. One one entity in the home routinely kept the family awake as it continually cried out in the night, Mama, Mama. While another apparition tortured eight-year-old Cindy, telling her over and over, there are seven dead soldiers buried in the wall. Ew. Yeah. I heard that part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Buried in the wall. Buried in the Did, wall. Okay, I'm, let me ask you. Did they talk? Do you talk about that later in the in the story? Uh, not really. It's, okay. Yeah. All right. So and let me. It, and it's been said by other people too that they've heard that. Right, and you know we watched uh, uh, Kindred Spirits where they were like doing a. Uh, uh, S yeah, and they just kept repeating seven, seven, but I don't know that it was buried in the wall. 
would that mean something else outside? Like, was there a wall or something outside that maybe they were buried at or something like that? I don't know. Because I don't want to put that out like they're in the walls because, you know, that would just be bizarre. But, I mean, if they were buried out by the wall, maybe that's what they were going there, for. With there that. is um, a lot of burials around in, in, the, in the vicinity of the home. You know, that was... right many generations of people living there and back in that day you just buried your people right outside so So the parents uh, recalled a small delicate spirit appearing to be about four years old roaming the house crying for his for her mother that was the mama uh this is a different really yeah one of the spirits was so evil the parent family to this day will not discuss what it did to them uh andrea parent who he sh- who authored a book, which I would like to get this book, yeah, me too. <clears throat> about their experiences in the home, House of Darkness, House of Light, hinted that the unmentionable spirit may have molested some of the young girls. She hinted at that in the book? When asked about this spirit during an interview, she avoided the question, telling the reporter, let's just say there was a very bad male spirit in the home with five little girls. Uh. That's horrible. Yeah, that's not even fucking cool at all, dude. <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about uh, Mrs. Perrin, the mother. She was deeply um, almost possessed by one of the entities in the house. And from my research... A lot of it said that it was a lady named Bathsheba. But the more I looked into it, the more I don't think it was. Um, Bathsheba did not live in the house. She lived in the vicinity of the house. Um, She was portrayed to be a witch back in the day. But um, and it just didn't make a lot of sense that it was her. I personally think that it was um, the old uh, lady that killed herself in the garage. Or in the barn, I'm sorry. Hmm. That hung herself in the barn. Um, The spirit that she was tormented by um, had a crooked neck. Um, So more like she hung herself. Yeah, like Like she had a broken neck. And Bathsheba, um, looking into it... uh, she died of pretty much natural causes. So mm. I don't think it is her. I think the, the stories along the way just kind of yeah. got portrayed portrayed as that. But we'll get into some of the things that the mother went through. Uh, Carolyn's treatment was merely cruel. Carolyn would be pinched, slapped, or have objects thrown, a, thrown a, at her. Her greatest fear of fire was soon discovered by the entity and used repli- repeatedly to strike terror in her. Um, as when she was asleep at night, she would feel like torches were being banged against the bed. Uh, as time progressed, the attacks grew harsher. In one instance, Karen's, Karen was lying on the couch when she felt a sharp pain in her calf of her leg. She examined her leg and found a large bleeding puncture wound that looked as if a large sewing needle had built it, had been impelled into her skin. Ew. 
later after threats failed to, failed to motivate Carolyn to leave, the spirit took a different, a different tactic and attempted to invade Carolyn from within. You're just looking at me like I'm crazy. Believing that Carolyn had been possessed, the parents, parents called in psychic investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren, to assist oh, them. Oh, there's the Warrens. And there's the Warrens. And we're not going to get into a lot of the Warrens because... Everybody knows them. Everybody knows them. And I think they made the situation worse. Uh, yeah, I believe by coming that. In. Um, this, the reason why I say this is the old owner of the house that committed suicide after her husband died. She didn't like Carolyn because she was the woman of the house. Mm-hmm. She would rub, I, it's Roger, right? She would yep. rub Roger's back when Roger was working or whatever. He would fill a hand, gently go down his back. He, she never messed with Roger. She never messed with the girls. This she wanted this to be her home, and Carolyn pretty much not to be there. I think is how I portray it. Well, I mean, you know, was she trying to possess <clears throat> Carolyn to um, basically take over her body and and her have the, be yeah. the yeah be the wife of the yeah. family and be yeah. That's my thought. On right. The thing, so. So, like I said, I'm not going to get into the Ed and Lorraine thing, but they're the part where they decided to do, I want to say, an exorcism uh-huh. on Carolyn because they believe that she was possessed. Uh, daughter Andrea Perrin remembered the night the exor- exor- uh, exorcism took place. The, not- the night I thought I saw my mother die was the most terrifying night of all. She spoke in a voice we had never heard before in a power not of this world threw her 20 feet into another room. Wow. So, yeah. Um, And that was when they were trying to um, get her unpossessed. Right. Did they, did they talk about what voice it was that she gave? Was it like Gilbert Godfrey style? No, or? it was like the possession voice, like, you know, rah, you know. Maybe. It wasn't the soft, delicate voice. Jerry Lee Lewis. You know, a lady. <laughs> <laughs> was it Jerry Lee Lewis or was it? <laughs> lady. So. <laughs> okay over there? <laughs> We're talking about a serious haunting here. Hold up. <laughs> so the Warrens were not successful in ridding the Perrin family of their hell-bent tormentors. Carolyn Perrin, rec- Perrin recalled the dreadful night and explained that even though the Warrens' intentions were good, they, they essentially found that things got worse around them. As the situation spun out of control, Roger Perrin demanded the Warrens leave the premises immediately. Oh, so they fucking got it. They said... Get, to, get your yes. shit and get yeah. out. Yes. Kick to the and curb. If I remember correctly, during one of the interviews with the girls, they said that um, the dad really didn't care for them. He really didn't want them there to begin with. Um, so who called them in? Or they just fucking show up at the door? <laughs> they actually had brought in um, a couple, and the couple didn't feel like they could do anything about it 
and then they that couple had went and seen Ed and Lorraine talk in one of their seminars or right. whatever. And they talked to them and said, you know, can you go and talk to this family? Interesting. So Ed and, I'm pretty sure Ed and Lorraine were in and out of the house for about a year. Yeah, because the they seem to like squat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I have not done any. We had actually talked about doing a whole uh, deal on Ed and Lorraine Warren. And in like all this is back last year when, you know, when it was the five of us with Team Teos and, and each of us take a portion of their lives and and, uh, you know, do a do a pod on each each of that. And it, it didn't ever come to fruition. So I never got a chance to really dive in. But, you know, we've ran we've ran across Ed and Lorraine several times and. Honestly, it seems like, you know, I know that there's, what was it, the 28 days that their theory is, is you, you can't really know anything till after 28 days of living in, right. in a space. But, and a lot of the stories that I've heard, they're there for a year or so. And it's like, yeah. holy shit, you know, you're, you're basically taking over this family's life to try to help them out, but you're just making things worse. Right. Free room yeah. and board. Free room and board. And then, Food. you know, yeah, exactly. You know they're cooking for them. <laughs> and then they're making the shit Because that goddamn Lorraine didn't do nothing. She didn't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what she did. She, she might have been a great cook. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the, the parents' Harrisville haunted house, they soon learned that every occupant, with the excep- exception, like I said, they started doing their own investigation after... They kicked them to the curb. Okay. <clears throat> the girls did, or uh, no the um, the mother. Okay. With okay, so she's every... possessed, and she's still doing bugging her own investigation. She's trying to figure out what's going on. She... Okay. So, um, with the exception of a local minister and his family, every occupant of the house had reported supernatural phenomena. Right. In fact, the owner just prior to the parents had hired a contractor to renovate the house. The contractor had been, here I'm moving my papers, <laughs> had been busily renovating the home when he suddenly stopped work and fled. It was reported that he had left the home, leaving behind his tools and his car. The owners never moved in, and the home sat vacant for several years before the parents discovered it was on the market. Wait, wait, wait. So it came with the dude's car? Wait, was it a nice car? (laughs) Somebody must have went back and got it, but he left just like that. Well, for starters, I wouldn't leave my brand new jackhammer in that fucking place. (laughs) I'd be taking that with me, but (laughs) (laughs) you left all his tools and and then just, I mean, in his car. He didn't fucking get in his car to leave. He just ran down the road. Exactly. Because, you know, running's faster. Mm (laughs) His keys are probably still in the house. Something spooked him so bad that it was reported that he left everything. Something spooked Oh, well, if his key... Man, I could see that if the keys were in the house and you didn't want to go back in. Be like, fuck it, I'll come back later. Hmm. You always know when they say they're renovating that bad things happen. Maybe he found the guys in the wall. (gasps) What if he was, like, ripping down some drywall and a fucking face popped out and goes, boo. (laughs) I mean, that would be enough to... Yeah. Despite their unfortunate circumstances, 
financial constraints kept the parents' parents rooted in place for 10 long years. Unable to flee, they endured the inconveniences of the friendly spirits and the torture of the malevolent ghost. I think I said that wrong, but malevolent, yeah. Don't ask me to pronounce it. (laughs) Malevolent? (laughs) Malevolent. Finally, in 1980, at the insistence of Caroline, the parents were financially able to vacate the home. They moved to Georgia. Because Georgia's not haunted or anything. No, not not (laughs) Georgia. Um, Like I said, Andrea Perrin wrote a book on their experiences in the home. What was the name of that book again? It's called The House of Darkness, House of Light. Okay. She tours giving um, lectures and recollections of the time in the haunted house. And according to Andrea, the current owner, uh, Norma, who purchased the home in 1983, stated that she and her husband, Gary, and various visitors to the home have had paranormal experiences in the farmhouse, including the doors banging in front halls, sounds of people talking in in other rooms, the sounds of footsteps scurrying around the house, in one odd instance when her husband's chair began vibrating in the study room. They claimed to have witnessed a glowing blue light shoot across the bedroom, fog floating through the rooms of the home, and vibrations in the walls so intense they felt the house was going to come apart. Several, several visitors to the home have independently reported seeing an elderly woman, hair in a bun, moving slightly throughout the house. Hair in a bun. Yes. And that's all I have. If anybody had not made the connection, this story of this family, the Perrin family, was made into a movie called The Conjuring. Um, and it was very much more embellished right, <laughs> in yeah. the movie. Um, but it was and scary. The, yeah. And the parents will tell you that, that, you know, a lot of the stuff was embellished. Um, and, Yeah. It just, uh, I watched um, Kindred Spirits. Kindred Spirits, yes. Kindred Spirits, where they actually brought the living parents back to the house. And just to see the youngest daughter crying. And she's 60 years old. Yeah, but... But you know, remember this. And you 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 talked about all the different things that were going on. Cindy, which was the was the youngest, was the one that was targeted. Was she the youngest? I, uh, yeah, I think so. She was the one that was targeted the most. Like you know, she was on the bed as it levitated and 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 different stuff like that. So. You know, that's the one that was just she was sitting at the table and just and just crying. Uh, Chip Coffee was there with her. And how old was that episode? I want to go back and watch it. Uh, I think it was season four, like episode two or something. Okay, I have to look. So, yeah. But I mean, they brought the whole family back in. Uh, There's one uh, one daughter that has passed away and the mother um, passed away. I'm pretty so sure. So Carolyn is uh, Carolyn is gone. Then. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Carolyn has passed away. Okay, I I, I assume <laughs> that because Roger was actually in was there for the interview or with uh, with Chip and the Kindred Spirit people. Oh. So and uh, they and what they did is they brought them back in because they wanted to see if it would change what they were getting. 
Yeah. If, if, I mean, if, they were if, getting things, but they weren't getting a lot. So they brought mm-hmm. the, the family back in to see if it would change that. And the people living in the house currently, well, I don't know if they're still living there. I think this was a couple years ago. Right. Um, but are actually paranormal investigators that bought yeah. the house. Wow. Yeah. And, and the, they had kindred spirits come in because their kids do not want to be in the house. Well, have you you saw that house? How creepy it looks, yeah. anyways, since it's so friggin' old. Right. So, so yeah, it's um. I believe there's definitely. I believe the story's true, and I, you know, the movie does embellish what happened to this family, but yeah, just to see those girls' reaction coming back into the house, and you know, they were just kind of walking around and remembering, you know, good things, and then just their face would just drop and, you know, tears would start falling because it's like, oh, my God, this happened here. And so. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It was an interesting episode. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, to see the all those girls and they all came back. Now, one of them, was it Aubrey, that had said she'd been back um, in the house several times? Andrea. Andrea, um, sorry. Andrea. I'm not sure how you say her name, but, yeah. But uh, she's the one that said she'd been back in the house. Of, yeah, uh, she's the one that wrote times. the book. And, right. Yes. And does all the tours. And Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much all all I have. I just, yeah. That was a lot. <laughs> there was, there was uh, yeah, to, to base how many movies off of it. You know, well, you get one movie out of the story, and then 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 Hollywood takes over the rest of it, you know, and and continue on. I mean, right. it's not like the like Conjuring Two was like, this is what happened in Roger <laughs> and Caroline's bedroom. You know, it wasn't <laughs> anything like that. What was it? The uh, girl. I can't story. remember which one I watched. Was it the twins? The twin paranormal, where they were in the house and they actually have like. Um, Annabelle in the house, and <laughs> you know it's just weird things like you. Did they bring Annabelle into the house, or was is Annabelle actually in that house? Annabelle was in the house. I thought Annabelle and was with what's his name. No, I think Annabelle's in the Warren Museum. Warren Museum. Oh, so okay. I don't know if it was the original or what. Whether yeah. it was just a regular old Annie doll, <laughs> Raggedy <laughs> Ann doll. But yeah, the, I mean they're just. Maybe they did just because of, you know, the conjuring and it, the second one is with Annabelle. And, yeah, it's they're all related somehow. So, Interesting. Well, the, well, it's, it's all supposed boring. to be the stories of the Warrens and what they yeah. did and stuff like that. Oh, so like if yeah. the conjuring, too, is like like an, an add it's on a to the different, Warren? It's a different story that the Warrens went through. Gotcha. So then like the one with the. Uh, uh, like in England or something where they had to go there. That was like number two, right? I, I actually, I don't even know if I've actually seen number one. I've seen quite a few of them, but it's been a while. So, but. Is number one pretty intense? I mean, is it. Oh, one I, I, I remember like the no. hands clapping and, you know, how yeah. they, they played high, which they don't say this in, in this interview, but in the movie, the girls always played hide and seek with their mom. And they would clap. And the mom standing, folding laundry or putting laundry away. And the cabinet opens in the back. And you just see these black hands clapping. Oh. And, yeah, just freaky. <laughs> you wouldn't like it, Jeremy. Uh. Yeah. 
It was it was a very I mean yeah it's probably somebody's scariest movie out there I would think yeah it's it's pretty creepy but yeah so that's the story of the parents I liked it I feel for them I'm glad yeah. they got out finally and I'm glad that they could financially afford to get out of there and and move out and. But nothing ever followed them down to Georgia? They never had any no, more experiences? No, they never said any more about it. Um, and like I said, uh, well, like you said, Andrea had been back quite a few times to the house. Um, but Carolyn would never step foot yeah, back she, in the house. Yeah, she, she, she refused she, she to go refused. back in that house, yeah. So I think her, you know, getting the family out of there and everything, I think that... That was that. It stopped it. But that in that Kindred Spirit episode, that was the first time Cindy had been back in the house, though, too. Yeah. I think that. I mean, I I think Andrea was the only one that hadn't. Right, right. That had been back. I think all the other girls had. Roger was a badass in that, but that was in that episode, though. He just kind of wandered around there like, yeah, fuck this house. Well, nothing <laughs> bad really ever happened to Roger. I mean. Well, no. I, yeah. yeah. He's like, I was living with a bunch of psychos. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we only got haunted at one time a month. It was like for one week a month when the haunting was going on. Right? <laughs> all so girls. Was, yep. So all I have to say to all our listeners out there, leave the lights on at night. Leave the lights on. Motel 6. <laughs> <laughs> That's stable. <laughs> well, that was pretty good. That was, uh, I liked it. Yeah. Definitely... Uh, it's a, it's a good story, uh, and and I know we didn't uh, really get into the whole movie thing, but and I didn't want to. No, that was that's what yeah. I was that's what I'm going for. I'm glad we didn't go in there. I wanted to hear the story, their story, and how uh, the things that happened to them. Right, and and like I said, I the the first thing I pulled up was the whole it's Bathsheba and all this, and it's like, and then as soon as I read. Um, that, you know, Carolyn had took it on upon herself to start investigating things. And she's like, no, it's not. That's not who it is. And, but that's what the movie portrayed it as. So, so who is Bathsheba? Uh, she was a woman that lived close to that home and oh. was supposed, supposedly a, a witch, witch and gotcha. supposedly killed her youngest child and all her children didn't live very long. But, um, you know, they said she died weirdly, but then, you know, I read that, no, she didn't. She lived to be old. And, uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, so, even if you take that out of the equation, I mean, you've got the the attic, the barn. I mean, you know, all these people, all these people that have, people have died in this in this house. Well, and you could Fucking think there's. Shit. There House possibly could be soldiers there somewhere, you know. 1700s. Yeah. I know, right? So. Yeah. Who the hell keeps a house around for that long? The fucking house is still standing, and it still looks it's a, good. It's like a log cabin type Yeah, style but I mean, I mean, the house itself still looks stable. Well, you've got, a, <laughs> you've got a spirit in there that's cleaning it every day. And, uh, that's a and, good point. You know, yeah. You've got a, a crazy woman that says it's hers, and she's keeping track but of it. But you can't do and renovations. She's <laughs> taking care of her house. Well, I mean, there's no point in doing rather. Well, I don't know. The drywall might get a little. Hmm. It's a log cabin, Jeremy. 
it's a lot to think about. I mean, it's a it's an extremely interesting story, and I know I kind of bashed on the Warrens a little bit. I don't want to bash on the Warrens, but you know, it just seems like every time they kind of got involved, they just kind of well, mucked things up a little when bit. When you bring anything in, in like that, it's either going to make it worse or it's going to bring something else out. Maybe you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um. Well, they might have been provoking too, to where piss piss people off, piss uh, the spirits off. Maybe True. did did they do seances and stuff then too? Is that uh, uh, was like that part I said, of their I didn't, game? I didn't get into probably. I didn't get into what they well what the Warrens did when they were there. Um, Lorraine was a medium, correct? Yeah, <laughs> quote unquote. Yes. Well, I mean, her she was a. From what I've seen, she was pretty close on some of the things that she was, right? I don't know. I don't either. And now, I mean, I've mean, seen so many things over the years, and, yeah. the, and the Warrens keep popping up here and there all over the place. But Even though they're gone. <laughs> yeah. They're both dead, right? I believe um, so. No? I don't think. I, I think, I think Lorraine is. It, did Lorraine pass I away? So. I think she went first, didn't she? No, no it did. No? It did. Okay. It Sorry, my bad, guys. Yeah, she wasn't. She was still living, and she was still doing stuff, and then she I think she passed. Right on. Google it, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, okay, I can do that. I so have yeah. the I have the capability. Oh, wow. Died April 18th, 2019. Wow. Yeah, so not long ago. No. No, I mean, uh, no. What, less than four years? 13 years after her husband. Right on. Ed and Lorraine have a complete Wikipedia site, too. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> They've been around. They've been around. I think their museum's probably just about as big as Zach's. Yeah. She was 92 when she passed away. Wow. There you go. You want to think about how many spirits and things that she took with her when she passed away. Do you think that she? Do you think that she took them with her, or did she actually stick around and now she's a spirit? I mean, if you're kind of that, if you're a medium and you're kind of on that plane, would you stick around so you could still be on that plane? I mean, you're already one foot into the spirit world anyway. That's a contemplation. It's something th- to think about. I think if she was still, if she was like that, like a spirit. She would have somehow, somebody would be out there saying that she's communicating with them and telling them what the other side's like. You know what I mean? That's how I feel like she would be. Right. Somebody would have been like, Lorraine Warren, her spirit is talking to me. Would they say it just like that? Yes. Yes, they sure would. (laughs) No, I agree with you 100%. I think uh, if, yeah, if she was, that somebody would already have come out. Unless... You know, there's like a five-year, um, you know, grace period that you... Yeah, you never know what they did. No, you don't. I mean, you'd be like, uh, you got to go and do some things before you can be a spirit. You got to earn it. That's right. She, fuck, she might be still standing in line at the gates of heaven. You never know. Yeah, or... Yeah. Or, or something else. Yeah. <laughs> or I was else. being nice. We don't know well, you got to think, some people think that if you believe in stuff like this, that... 
you're you're a sinner and you devil work. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So. Yep. Stereotyped. Yes. I don't know. I think that uh, uh, um, even though that's the ghost of Jesus, right? I mean, I'm just Holy Spirit. The Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit so. Oh. So it's like. Yeah. They're, they're, has you're to walking be, a thin line. It has to be good and evil <laughs> to exist. That's just the way it goes. Those Christians. So we cut it off right line. here. Shh. Cut it off right here. We're not going to go there? No. Nope. Come on. We We're can cutting have it s- off. No. So We're done. No. <laughs> <laughs> D-U-N. <laughs> done. All right. All right. Well, it was a great job. Nice job. Thank you very yes. much. I liked it. I was very happy to do this. Yeah. I just, like I said. That was pretty good. That was a, that was a good choice. Good choice. <laughs> I'm trying to think why you made that choice. It wasn't because it wasn't a listener Suggestion. No, I just, just kept uh, saying, "Has anybody done the Conjuring house?" Right. You know, and and you finally answered me and said, "No, nobody's done it." <laughs> After I said, "It's the Perrin family," and I need to know if yeah we've done it, an episode on this, and you told me no, and then I started investigating it, and I walked away from the Conjuring part of it and just wanted to yeah. do the family. Definitely. I think that was the better choice too. I liked it. For sure. For sure. Bravo. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, you got my socials? Hell no. That's all you, <laughs> That's dude. all you go to jail. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this week's United States Paranormal. Um, if you like what you heard and uh, you want to tell all your friends about us, we're, we're cool with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could just, uh, if you feel like taking out a billboard and saying, hey, I listen to United States <laughs> Paranormal. And uh, you know, put our uh, put our um, uh, web address on there, uh, United States Paranormal. More than welcome to do it. Uh, or I, I would be happy <laughs> to uh, give permission for that. I'll even send you a graphic. So, um, <laughs> but, you, you could be a walking billboard and buy our merch. Oh, Woo! there you go. There you go. Hey, go, go be like, what's on your shirt? <laughs> go listen. I'm telling you, uh, go to United States Paranormal dot com and check out the uh, merch uh, tab and. Oh, man. Buy yourself a great, great white bald beaver shirt. Bald beaver. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The Indiana's number one cryptid, the great white bald beaver, has merch on <laughs> our page. So uh, go check it out. Esteban did great work. Uh, can't, I'm so thrilled. We also have a new, um, there's a new uh, Bigfoot one on there, too. So, nice. Yeah. Squatch. We got Squatch. We, I'm pretty sure. I have to go back and look at what, what Logan <laughs> entitled oh, yeah. it. Well, Logan is still doing all of our merch stuff for us. So, uh, yeah, I'm very appreciative of that. But, uh, yeah, I was like, hey, where did this one come from? He's like, oh, yeah, that's a new one. I'm nice. like, sweet. So nice. go check it out. We all have great merch. Um, all your favorites are on there. You know, the Scarecrow, um, Casper, Casper. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to have to. <laughs> the Banshee's on there. Yep. All right. Uh, if you have any suggestions or anything you'd like for us to, to check into, uh, do um, the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. All you got to do is email us. I love the emails. Please keep them coming. And we will check into whatever you uh, are interested in us talking about yes so. we will i've got a couple on the back burner that a couple people have said things that's about, right so. 
And if you like us, you never know. You might like something else from the Golden Mojo Empire. That is the Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, Golden 80s, A Court of Books and Booze, or Murder Nerds. We want to cover the spectrum of anything that you might like to listen to. So, true crime, we got it. Are you a sports fan? Are you a Chiefs fan? We got it. Do you like to read? Nerd. <laughs> Nerd? <laughs> oh, I mean. Um, yay. Yay. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Quarter Books and Booze is a great, a great podcast. They, uh, they're all over the place. And if they put out every other week and in the odd weeks, they do uh, Milk and Cookies Milk edition, cookies. which is all about children's books. So it's really cool. They always have a, uh, a guest with them that has read the book. Uh, mostly right now it's just been Aspen, but, uh, yeah, we, we're, we're trying to cover the gauntlet to make sure that we're bringing you quality content that you will enjoy. I mean, we're doing the golden eighties. Who doesn't love the eighties, baby? Eighties. Yeah. We have done episodes about the challenger disaster and, um, man, I'm drawing a blank. What have we done? Uh, the Golden Girls. We have done John Hughes. That, I so, couldn't think of his name. Yeah, uh, just talking about me and Brandon. Weird Al. Talk, yeah, we weird, weird Al. Just talking about the '80s. We got the Karate Kid coming out. We've got uh, WrestleMania One coming out. We, if it ain't already out by the time this episode comes out, it's funny because I listen back to them after. <laughs> When they come out, and I'm like, nope, that episode's already out. It's been out for three <laughs> weeks, you dumbass. But yet, you're talking about it. So, yeah, podcasting world gets a little weird. But, but yeah, go check out the rest of the Golden Mojo Empire. You can find everything you need there at goldenmojoent.com. You know, there's uh, write-ups for each of the podcast, uh, some pictures. Hopefully, we have all the pictures up by now. And there's a merch store there, too, with awesome. all of those other podcast so please go check it out and email us at the united states of paranormal at gmail.com all right everybody see you on the other side bye bye to support other golden mojo entertainment productions check out golden image podcast the call guys and murder nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts to see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.